back to It's an Inside Job podcast. I'm your host, Jason Lim, and this podcast is dedicated to helping you to help yourself and others to become more mentally and emotionally resilient so you can be better at bouncing back from life's inevitable setbacks. Now, on It's an Inside Job, we decode the science and the stories of resilience into practical advice, skills, and strategies that you can use to impact your life and those around you. Now, thanks for spending some time with me today. With that said, let's start. Well, I'm glad you could join me again this week. Last week, we talked about embracing the struggle and that that struggle, the frustration we feel when we are learning is actually a signal. It is the signpost telling us that we're heading in the right direction. You know, that struggle is an indicator for the brain to invest resources to build those neural networks, to cover those neural networks in myelin. Now, if you recall, myelin is that fatty substance that wraps around those neural circuits. And the more wrapping we have around the neural circuits, that means the more skilled, the more proficient, the more adept we are at that mental way of thinking or that physical skill. So this week, I would like to continue our conversation about learning. But specifically, I want to dive into a skill called the long game and the short game. Now, a lot of the times when we are on a learning journey, if I can use that term, it can be a long trip. It can be a vast distance we need to cover. And that frustration and struggle can feel overwhelming after a while. And that can send us into a negative mindset. But the thing is, sometimes on that long road, we need to stop up and to pay attention to the road marks, to the milestones, make sure we're headed in the right direction. The challenge is that's easier said than done. Because when we are in a negative thinking and emotional loop, where our focus tends to be, tends to be on the final outcome and we get fixated on that final outcome. And especially if that final destination is still a long distance off when it comes to time, effort, and energy, it can seem overwhelming. And that just fuels our self doubt. And this is why it's so important to stop up and to check and to look at the long game versus the short game and to ask ourselves questions to rekindle that engagement, to rekindle our effort and action towards achieving what we need to achieve. But learning is all about perspective and where we place our attention. What we want to do is move from a reactive mindset into a reflective mindset and to be cognizant as to where we place that attention. And the tools I want to teach you today, it's all about that. It's about engineering specific questions to focus our attention, to focus our efforts where they need to be focused so we can get to where we want to go. Well, I hope you enjoy this episode. You know, when I look back earlier in my career, and that was many moons ago, you know, I, I can recall where my, my focus was constantly to change the, chase those wins. I was hungry for those wins. And when I did score, you know, the thing is, I didn't take the time to celebrate those accomplishments. And, but instead, my drive was just to, to hunt down the, and, and bag the next successive win. 
this, that hunger was a sense of lacking. And I ignorantly believed that the next achievement would always satiate that hunger. You know, I would eventually reach a goal after struggling and, and striving and sweating and bleeding for that goal, but I wouldn't be satisfied. So without realizing it, my focus was stubbornly on what I was lacking and not what I had actually gained. You know, myself chasing those successive wins to fill that sense of lack was akin to chasing the horizon. You know, chasing the horizon is an elusive target. I would not accept this glaring fact. So instead, I increased my speed and I doubled it. I I put in more effort. I put in more actions. I put in more what have you. If, if I did not treble that action, if I did not treble that effort, but it was that it was literally it was to no avail. It always left me feeling empty and exhausted. And maybe that is just youth. Maybe it's just when you start out, this is the way it is. You know, I was constantly fixated on chasing the outcome that I had lost sight of how far I had actually traveled to build my company, to to achieve a goal, to complete a project. And to actually value that experience along the way. And at some point, I I came to the undeniable conclusion that I needed to try something else. And so this constant chase, I I see it in a lot of my clients. And why? Because when I see it in them, it was a mirror of who I am. And to some extent, it is still a mirror. And I actually have to get into that pilot seat and to check that Drive. I mean, the drive and the hunger is great, but if I'm constantly chasing to fill that lack of and not look back every now and then and see actually what I've gained and to celebrate those wins, then what's the point? It's just like a con- I'm like a hamster in one of those wheels. I just constantly running and running and running and running. Sometimes we need to stop up and celebrate. Sometimes we need to stop up and see actually how far we've come. And so that's what I want to talk about right now. I want to talk about this sort of effort versus outcome. You know, where we choose to place our focus dictates how we invest our cognitive and emotional energies. I think, I think the big challenge is that we are not always conscious of where we put the spotlight of our attention. You know, in mundane, trivial moments in our lives, there is no harm. I mean, that, that's okay, of course. But on the contrary, it is beneficial to our brains to let our minds wander and daydream sometimes, just to let them go. Let the, let the brain off the leash sometimes. You know, it allows us to unplug for a bit and let our minds relax. Now, when it becomes more problematic is when we feel pressure or uncertainty. It is then our focus tends to favor pessimism and negativity. You know, from my personal experience, when we are under pressure, we need to be selective. We need to be cognizant of how we invest our attention. You know, as our minds speed up, as they race, we tend to become occupied with the outcome and too little on the effort, you know, needed to reach those outcomes. You know, for me, focusing too much on the result can be incredibly draining on, on my motivation, on my engagement with the task at hand or the project or whatever it is that I'm focusing on. And I, I think this is for all of us, especially when we know there's a vast distance to cover before we actually cross that finishing line. And what I mean by that is comparing where we are today to what we feel that finishing line is. That could be, a, that could be an incredible distance. And when we look at that distance, if we are just 
mainly focused on the overall outcome compared to where we are today, that distance can leave us feeling overwhelmed considering how much effort, how much distance and time we still need to cover to cross that finishing line. And so this is where I come into the the concept I like to call the short game and the long game. You know, the short game is a phrase I use to refer to the efforts and actions we need to take in the present, in the here and now. And the, the long game is the term I use to specify the future outcomes or the goals we are trying to reach, those achievements. You know, connecting the two, the short game is about investing our energy and focus in the present to help us to achieve our future objectives of the long game. But unfortunately, we spend way too much time of our mental powers on the outcomes of the long game and not enough where we truly should make a difference, which is in the efforts of the short game. As an example, uh, I I think I've spoken to this to a number of clients, though they probably heard the story before, but I'll just share it to you nonetheless. You know, I'm trying to learn to speak German. And if I spend a, a... majority of my attention on the outcome of being utterly fluent in the language. Truly, I would feel overwhelmed by how far I still have to go before I get there. And trust me, it's a long distance. So, you know, focusing too much on where I want to be instead of what I need to do in the present to get there. Obviously, these these feelings, these negative feelings of overwhelm and and defeat and, and lackluster, it leads to ruminating about my lack of progress. You know, which leads to what? Leads to inaction and indecision, which feels even more a negative thinking. And it's that negative spiral we've referred to in previous episodes. So instead, what I try to do, I redirect my attention to what I can do today to improve my fluency in the language. You know, I try to take decisive actions that, 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 that nourish my sense of control, my sense of influence that I have over my situation. Even if I only learn a couple of words or a single phrase that day, it is still progress. I mean, it, it is still progress. It may not be monumental, far from it, but it is. It's a step forward or two steps forward maybe. Action, as we've explored earlier in other previous episodes, action is the remedy for inactions and decisions are the countermeasure for what? Indecisions. So, of course, it is sensible for me to have a destination. I need a a place to go. I need to have a goal. I need to have a flag in that horizon I want to move towards. Because why? It helps me align where I am now to where I want to go. And that is the critical point. I want to use the objective of the long game to check that I have the correct orientation and I'm headed in the right direction. Now, the majority of my attentional investment should be on what I need to do to achieve the results I want. Focusing uh, Focusing my efforts on the actions that I can take in the here and now, in other words. By focusing on the short game, I'm keeping my mind locked on what I can control and what I can influence. And and this fuels my sense of autonomy and this sense of independence sustains my confidence and fuels my motivation you know, it's a, it's a, it's, it is a long game. And sometimes some projects, some goals, some achievement or flag in the horizon, it is a marathon. It may be an ultra marathon, 100 kilometers I still got to go.
Now, concerning the short game and the long game, it's, it's vital, it is important, it is essential to have two sets of markers to measure our movement and our progression. You know, when, when we're measuring our progress, there's the two questions tend to dominate our mental landscape. The first one is, what do I lack? And the second one is, what have I gained? But you know what? Unfortunately, many of us assign too much weight to the first question, what do I lack, rather than the second question, what have I gained? Now, we can get way too focused on all the things that we lack. We form a picture of an ideal in our heads, you know, and then we just chase after that ideal without really thinking about it. The thing is with ideals that they're always on the horizon and we never actually arrive at the horizon. For me, ideals work better as a, a compass than a distinct endpoint. You know, ideals provide a direction and an orientation, but they are not the last stop on the line. You know, another helpful reference point to think about is something I call hindsight. Hindsight is just that. It's simply about looking over our shoulders and seeing how far we've come, how far we've traversed along the trail. When we look at that, when we look behind us, that distance that we have covered to, from the past to where we are now, well, that's concrete, that's tangible, that, that's measured in facts. It's, it's, it, it, they are measurable points. You know, we've marked it with our mistakes and, and the lessons learned, and that trail also includes all the good and bad and neutral experiences. What that trail also is littered with is the doors we've opened and the doors that are closed. It's also the opportunities we have lost and those we have gained. So hindsight in itself provides us with a factual information about our progression. You know, measuring where we are today compared to yesterday is a clear indication of how any of us have grown and developed, whether it's an organization, a team, a project, individually. It shows us how we have evolved. You know, and those concrete reference points, those things that we can see in the trails that we've covered, well, they, are, they, they instill us with confidence because they're based in what? They're based in fact. They are factual. They are the truth of what we have experienced. Now, finding confidence in the face of adversity is a challenge for any human being. Sometimes now and then we, we, we've kind of sorted out everything, everything. We seem to be on top of the mountain. We have a beautiful view. But then we know at some point Murphy's going to jump in and life is going to throw us a curveball. You know, and that curveball is going to be with adversity and uncertainty and challenge and chaos or whatever adjective you want and noun you want to add to that. You know, Murphy and life derails our plans and they play complete havoc with any schedule and any plan we have. When that happens, it leaves any one of us feeling overwhelmed. And that overwhelmed, if we allow us to drown in it, can lead us to inaction and indecision. We kind of grind to a halt. So when it's times like these, knowing how to use focus tools of the short game and the long game in combination with the reference points I've talked about, about hindsight and compass, that really can help us to find our, our, our confidence when we are facing such adversities. For instance, let, let's say uncertainty shows up on my doorstep uninvited and it, and, it, and it just scatters any plans I had to the wind. Initially, the arrival of that uncertainty well, it's going to leave me feeling disoriented and kind of lost and discombobulated. But that is only for a moment. And I can't help that. that. That's what's going to happen. But the question is, like we've talked about in earlier episodes, I can choose 
how I want to move forward from that. Yes, I stumble, but do I get up or do I stay down on my knees? If I take that choice, if I take the high road, it means then I reclaim my wits, I, I gain my bearings by asking myself what? Specific questions, because those questions focus my attention. I become cognizant as to what I concentrate on and pay attention to. There's, there's two sets of questions. And the first set of questions focuses my brain to consider the long game. What is the outcome? What is the end point that I want to arrive at? A second set of questions focuses my thinking about the short game and sort of my where I need to invest my actions and efforts in the here and now. Focusing on where I can invest my energy and effort helps me to feel that I can that I influence the situation, that I have a sense of agency, I have a sense of autonomy. And in addition, that, that sense of control, well, it fuels my confidence. And that's what we want to do. We want to energize our confidence and we want to drain any fuel from ourselves down. Now, the long game, it establishes our objectives. It establishes the crossing line, the finishing line. The short game are the actions and the efforts that we need to invest in the here and now. Now, that's important, efforts and action, and that we're headed in the right directions. But we need to have reference points because reference points allow us to measure our progression, our development, how we are performing, to see how far we've come along the trail. Now, compass questions, again, they're just a... Just like that, looking at a compass to make sure that we're headed in the right direction and we have the right orientation, that we are following the, the, the cardinal point that we're trying to reach. Hindsight questions are really good because hindsight questions allow us to look over our shoulders and to see how far we've come along the trail, how far we have progressed and developed. Because anytime we look over our shoulders, Anything that we see is going to be factual. There are things that have already been done. And so we can be, it can fuel our confidence with things that we have already gained in knowledge and skills and experience and problems that we've already solved and questions we've already answered. But at the same time, it's important to look forward to see how far we still need to go. Yes, it's, it's focusing on lack, but sometimes lack is what fuels our hunger. And hunger, that's what fuels our drive. And so between hindsight and compass kind of questions, we need to find the right balance that's best for us. But as we move into adversity, the quality of the questions and the questions we choose to ask ourselves are going to they, they're going to determine what we focus on. And we can be cognizant on where we want to invest our concentration to what we want to attend to. And the better the questions we ask, the better the answers we have. And we want answers that fuel us and not fuel self-doubt. When life feels turbulent due to pressure or anxiety or uncertainty or or worries or concerns, you know, asking ourselves guided questions helps to reorient our focus to where we have control and where we can take action. You know, even if if that movement is cautious and we're moving slow, that movement forward is preferable than just sitting idle, just sitting with our parking brakes on. Because it's in that idleness, it's sitting in the parking lot and not doing anything where overthinking happens and we get caught up in these negative thinking loops that we've covered before. You know, action is the antidote to inaction as our decisions are to indecision. 
What I want to do is go into the questions. Now, the first questions are about the long game, about the outcome. These are pretty straightforward, and these are questions you're probably used to asking. But here are two or three questions. You know, what is the outcome I would like to see? How do I picture the outcome? How do I visualize the goal of what I want to achieve? Now, what's very important when it comes to the long game is to make sure you engineer your questions with visually oriented questions, such as see, visualize, picture. The reason is the brain feels a greater sense of certainty if it can picture something. If it can make out the details, then it's concrete, then it's tangible. But if the language we use tends to be very abstract and intangible, then the brain, it fuels uncertainty. So remember, when you're thinking about the long game, try to be as specific in details as you can. Now, let's focus on the short game or the effort or the actions that we need to invest. Now, again, remember, that is about the here and now, things that I can do, actions, because actions is the antidote to inaction. Decisions are the antidote to indecisions. So, for example, you can ask yourself to focus your attention What do I control or influence at the moment? What do I need to do more more of right now? What can I do to move forward one step? You know, the path is unclear to my goal, but what is my next step? What action can I take right now to move me one step closer to my outcome? How have I handled similar situations in the past? Now, you can see all of these different permutations of these questions. They are about where you have control and where you have influence, where you can take actions, where you can invest effort. And that is the DNA of short game questions. Control, influence, action, and effort. Okay, now let's look at reference points questions. Let's start with compass questions. First of all, Again, these are straightforward questions, but it's just to be cognizant of when to use these questions. So reference point compass questions. Am I headed in the correct direction? Is my orientation aligned with my outcome? Do I need to make any fine or gross adjustments to my direction, to my orientation? So again, those are just compass questions. They are just to help you guide you as guidelines, right? As guide rails to make sure you stay on the trail. Now, reference point questions regard uh, in relation to hindsight. So how far have I come? What have I gained in skills, knowledge, and experience? What lessons have I learned from the mistakes and my successes? How have I grown and developed in the last two weeks, two months, two years, and so on? Well, the tool of the short game and the long game can be used in any situation. When we are in a good mindset, we were in a good place, when we are objective and reflective, these are kind of natural questions we ask ourselves. Where we need reminding, where we need to be more conscious of their use is when we feel under the strain of adversity and pressure. This is when we, our brains, as we've explored number of times where we naturally go into a negative bias, where we tend to see the world in more pessimistic or limited ways. 
By being conscious of the questions we ask ourselves, it allows us to place our focus where it needs to be placed in order to move forward, to place our attention, our energies, and our efforts where we can invest and where they will have the greatest return. Well, I hope you find these tools useful in as a leadership, leading yourself, leading others, and if you coach others. But until next week, keep well, keep strong, and we'll speak soon.